Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Mike Harge, broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios, 1-800-707-9760. This next segment is going to be sponsored by Stephen Reese. uh, Stephen Reese is a fully virtual insurance broker that can handle all your insurance needs, whether auto, life, home, or renters. All right, give him a call. His number is 210-641-4000, and he can also find you the cheapest rate out there because he represents over 40 different carriers. That's Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese, official sponsor of the sports group. All right. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, you know, I need you, you, I need you to get on. I need you to get on last night's game, man. Yeah. I okay. swear I need well, you to get, go. Okay. Well, let's get to it. We'll get, we got some other Twitter coming in from Monica, but we'll get to that here in a little bit. But yeah, we can talk. We can start into the NFL uh, deal. Um, you know, he got going last night with week seven, uh, getting underway in Cleveland. Um, and I'll say this. I mean, the Browns showed some some guts, uh, some mental fortitude. Um, you know, anytime that you can get a win with basically your starting quarterback not playing, your one and two running back, uh, your star second receiver coming in back just from injury, your number two receiver coming back, uh, you deserve some credit about that, regardless who you're playing, if it's an NFL team. Um, so we'll see where the Browns can go from here. I, I think before I get into the other team, I think the Browns, Last night showed us. I think as Jay Glazer reported that you know there is a break in Baker's situation in his arm yeah. Yeah. that it's more serious than they thought. I just think you're gonna have to you're gonna get Chubb back. You're gonna get Cream on back. Uh, Chubb's gonna be back probably next week. Uh, you can probably try to win some games with Case. I think you just sit there. If Baker is the guy that they think that they're gonna pay, you do not risk him. Even though it's not his throwing shoulder, you don't risk him for a play, a one playoff run, an AFC North division title run, or a Super Bowl run. He's still too young until it gets healed and procedure. I mean, because to be honest with you, you have to fight him for it. But I almost tell him like, "Hey, man, we might just shut you down for all year." Right. You know, and that's what that's what I think should happen. It's what people don't really understand is when you have to throw a ball in your shoulder. Opposite, you're leading with that. Everything is wide open. You lose velocity because you can't extend your arm. That That is a problem. I've had a separated shoulder. I've had to go in and have surgery. It's very difficult for you to throw, especially a football. Not only that, you got to stiff arm people to get off of you. You got to be able to move around in the pocket. And once you get hit, then what? This yeah. is going to be an ongoing problem for him. Yeah. I, no, I agree. That's why I think you know, they need to take some weeks. They need to take some weeks at least. Even if they're not going to shut them down for the year, they need right. to take some. They need to take some weeks, man. And that, that right. offensive line can run block. Bill yeah. Callahan is the offensive line he's, coach. He's one of the goats, and he is one of the best ones he at is. that position. And last night, a backup running back who give Jonas some credit on that. He was talking about this kid yeah. for a while. This kid played in the AAF. He emailed every team for a tryout. Mm. 
to get a chance to play, and then he gets his opportunity, and he made the most of it. Yeah. Um, what you got, Jones? Just I, I, I want to go to the Baker thing really fast about how that whole thing happened with Glazer yesterday. Uh-huh. And there is question whether, you know, with with my ear to that side of things, uh-huh. there is question whether the team wants to stick with Baker moving forward. Yeah. Because he did not that, – that did not come from the team. That was a, a backdoor leak to Glazer. Team did not announce anything about Baker's injury further leading up to it. And then it comes out last night in the media – so how he's handling this situation of not being able to play there, like you listen to him in the, in, in his press conferences, the media availability, and, and he's, he's just sounding very frustrated right now yeah. in a, in a point where it's coming up, like this isn't his contract year. He's up for a contract, right. but he still is guaranteed next year on, right. under, with the Browns. 18 mil, I think. But, right? but, yeah. but, but yeah, that, that's, in, that's new news, uh, Jonas, and I know you keep your ear to that, uh, to that organization with your connections and stuff, but this is the way I will tell you. I, I, I you, I'm, and I've been a very big critic of Baker over the years, but I, I'm going to run to Baker's defense a little bit on this. I don't know about him leaking out stuff purposely to a guy like Jay Glazer, but I would tell the Browns, pump the brakes before you turn your nose up. I mean, because at the end of the day, remember where you came from. I mean, you've got to li- – I mean, last night, after about five, seven minutes, after they showed you the list of quarterbacks that's been through Denver since Peyton Manning left, about two segments, two breaks later, they put that long list of quarterbacks that Cleveland – that that uh, Case Keenum was like the 31th starting quarterback in the last, whatever, 15, 20 years. So my thing is, Baker is not – going to be Hibbert. He's not going to be Patrick Mahomes. He's not going to be Josh Allen. But Baker Mayfield, the way that team is structured, and some things can be tweaked here and there, they can win and win that division and go on to play in a Super Bowl with Baker. And I'm not even a big Baker fan, so if Browns are saying, oh man, look, he leaking, well, hell, we don't even know what you want. You be careful, because when you go in the quarterback abyss, man, they don't grow on trees. So that's what I feel about that. Now, to the other team last night that played, look, man, it's a broken record. And this is the last time I'm going to say this until they end up having some purpose to be mentioned um, because that I'll keep it real whether it's a team I root for or not. Nothing – They first of all, they need an owner. Nothing's going to change the owner because if you pay attention to this team, it's like the definition of insanity. It's been the same thing for the last three or four or five years, and I think it runs deeper than just the quarterback position. Yes, that's obvious. But I think the way that game started from the first drive, I understand it's a short week, but you allow – with the injuries that Cleveland had going in, and granted, Denver has their injuries too, but you are both in a loser streak – and I think the start of that game summed everything up where the team's at. You let Case Keenum take the opening drive, go all the way down, get points. And on that, you go three and out on your first drive, you get it. From right there, I knew it was doomsday for the most part going forward. Um, number two, the coaches that I'm, uh, you know, Vangio, I have followed him since he's been with San Francisco. I followed him when he was went to Chicago, and I was happy and open him with welcome arms when he came into Denver as the head coach. But, you know, Vic Vangio is – he is pretty much – how can I put it? He's on the same level – He's as a my defensive man, coach. He's, a, he's, he's the same, on the same level as my man in Dallas. Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn. Yeah, hell that's what he de- should be. Yeah, hell of a defensive-minded, but you're just not a head coach. And I've tried to give Vic the benefit of the doubt, but the team and the way they respond. Um, you know, 
they got six yards a carry. He was averaging like 6.5 yards a carry. Hard, yeah. you and me could have ran through that line last night the way Denver defensive line was basically playing to get that. Um, you have the highest paid secondary that is underachieving in the back end. Well, they keep trying to blitz Justin Simmons. I mean, like, I was watching that game. I'm like, yeah. why is he blitzing so much? And you why get, is he and, blitzing and so much? And not only that, don't get me started, but you always have Vaughn lined up. You you put him in a situation where he's lined up trying to guard a running back, out of the backfield or whatever. It's just bad coaching. I mean, you know, today Vic Vangio's press conference got pushed back an hour. I don't know if that means something. I hope it means something that you're going to come through with some type of changes, something to do. Uh, but it's it, Denver Broncos – and I've been a fan since I was about seven years old, so that's a long time. They're going in a direction on a trajectory from being one of the most winning franchise, you know, in the 80s, always in the playoffs, a lot of Super Bowl appearances, all that kind of stuff, even as recently back in 2016. But you're going on the directory of basically what happens to, like, the Jets, a franchise like that, to where you're going into abyss and you're going the wrong direction. And the only thing that can stop that is, is the ownership. And I was thinking last night, like, Fox, why y'all keep showing that way in the press box, man? He's not even the GM. He's the VP, but it's the same shot every year. Well, you know, John and this, and, and with the binoculars like that, it's right. totally dis- it's, it's totally unacceptable um, in a winning franchise and an organization like that. And it's it's an embarrassment, man. It's a four game. And it started last week, really, with the Raiders. Right. And, and, and you know, basically having the Raiders come in, Mike Shanahan get retired. You know what means with that, Robber? And you ra- lay an egg. Look, they got 10 days off. Uh, they got Washington football team next. Who knows? Uh, but there's a lot of – the scary thing is there's a lot of football left. Right, so, and so it could go right, real bad or it could go right. real good. Well, if there's no changes, this is going and he lose the locker room, You lose, it's going to go way bad. I mean, if, to me, and the last thing I'll say moving on, if you're looking at that, Justin Simmons, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, um, Patrick Sertain, and the running back, uh, my man Williams, is going to be a stud out of Carolina. Yep, yep. Those only guys. Everybody else can go. Chubb, Vaughn, everybody. Those are the only pieces that if you're really going to do an overhaul, then you come in and you start from there. Other than that, it's just it's just a bad football team, man. I, I live by that. If you lose three games in a row yeah, in the yeah. NFL, sometimes you're not really that good of a football team. Agreed. And it just sucks for them and their fan base because this is the year that Kansas City's vulnerable. They've got problems. The AFC West is really up for grabs. I think it's the Chargers to lose. Raiders might rally. You know what this? But it depends on the distraction. You know, you got John Gruden answering right. the phone to HBO. He's right, getting ready. Right. He goes, oh, hold on. I'm like, damn, John about to go to Kashi. Like, what? Yo, uh, he, he about to heat? He, yeah. yeah. He's about to bring the yeah, heat. Yeah, he, he said, oh, the I want the truth to come out. Like, oh, man. I'm surprised. They said he's surprised they answered the phone. The producer that had the show on HBO with what's her name, you right. know, they said that she was surprised he answered. It was like, whoa, wait a minute. You picking up the phone. You're thinking they can get John. They're like, yeah, I'm here. What is it? But, real sports, right? Real sports. Over, yeah, yeah, real sports. So stay so tuned I, for that. I got something, too. I want to go back to what you said about Baker. So mm-hmm. for me, I agree with you. Don't be careful what you're asking for. Don't don't try to run him out of town. But what this does do is affect how much money he's going to get, though. Right. Like he's not going to get that big bag, but it's going to be more than 18 million that he's making right now that he's right. going to make next year. Excuse me. Right. And I'm glad Jonas said that he, it's not his contractual year. They're trying to get ahead of it. So the the money's going to be a little bit different. But back uh-huh. to your your Denver Broncos, and I'm glad you said that because it's so easy to always put people in a box, right? You can mm-hmm. always say, oh, well, he's not good at this, he's not good at this. Vic Vangio has shown that he is a better defensive coordinator, and that's okay. 
Yeah. And that is okay. You could still make money, but when you have to be the face of the organization and you have to do all these other ancillary things, manage the time, manage this, manage that, and you're not paying attention to what got you that job, that's what I see a lot of coaches failing at. They fail at it because they don't want to do what got them their job. They got to oversee everything. That's why A's hire A's and B's hire C's. That's how it always should be. Hmm. And that's how it has to happen. Yeah, well said. I mean, and and the other thing, too, is like – you know, Buck and Troy, I mean, there was some indication, like, for Drew Locke to carry, that grab his helmet at halftime and see somebody said something to him. But that just proves to show that Vic is like, man, you don't – it's a, almost a fixed fight with this kid. Like, Teddy's banged up, haven't looked right since the, the concussion. Limped down, around the whole some, time. Limped around, wind blowing, didn't have the arm, but put the kid in there. What's to lose? You're riding a three-game losing streak anyway. Now four. 1-800-707-976. You listen to the Sports Crime Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Mike Harge, Jonas Clark producing. The stand's been the one and two. 1-800-707-9760. All right, let's see. This next segment is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words, a key to any perfect cocktail. That's Zing Zang. Don't forget to go try out their new pre-made alcoholic drinks. You can pick them up at your local liquor store, or you can just add your favorite alcohol. That's Zing Zang, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um. Yeah, this this seventy five list continues to come through, blowing up through Twitter. Even my personal taxophone, my guy, he's a Dodgers sports fan. He gets us all the time. You know, like, oh, come on. You know, what are you talking about, Calvin? You're not a sports fan. And he says, all I gotta say, because I say I'm gonna make you a reply. I'm putting him on blast on this. All I gotta say is, if he or Tony were in L.A. or Chicago, New York, they'd be on the list. Stop it. Look, man. Th- the thing about Tony, we felt it. Tony Parker was benched for Speedy Claxton to come in to win a title, okay? And before I return that take, I got to give up some cash. So don't forget, we're giving out $1,000 here on Ticket 760 and 1300 to Zone. All you got to listen to is the keyword. Okay, back to schedule programming. Okay, and my take. Tony, at a young age, Speedy Claxton came off the bench to save him, okay? The, the great almighty pop that y'all like, that pop we trust— Tried to ch- trade his ass a couple times for Jason Kidd, and it didn't pan out, okay? And not only that, after we allow him to go ahead and go to the front of the cameras and just take a, a number two all over Kawhi on the local media, then we tell him, oh, by the way, you can go finish your career in Charlotte. Like, I like Tony, but to sit here and think, oh, it's a travesty, he's not. I don't think people are putting this in perspective. Think about the number of guys that have played the game, and you can only take 75. If you soak that in, some of you Spur fans that are sensitive wouldn't sit there and think like, oh, man, we only got three. And, 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 and Jonas just read the list to me. Probably with the exception of maybe six guys on that list, or maybe six to seven, the rest of the 70, or probably 65 of that list you can start a franchise with. Can you? If you just had to say, hey, we're going to put all our eggs in basket, we're going to win a title with Tony Parker, are you starting that with that? Same thing for Manu. 
You know what I'm saying? Like it's I love those guys. I am a Spur fan. I'm not a homer, man. I'm not like I'm not, I'm not gonna kiss their ass just because I'm born and raised here. And I'm on a mic and Spur fans. Just, we're going through some rough, sensitive times now. Put it in perspective, man. Y'all, I'm a numbers dude. Y'all are not thinking. Go do the math of how many guys have played this game in 75 years and think about. Well, I can only take 75 of them. You, and you wouldn't be sitting there thinking, how does Tony? I mean, how does Tony not make this list when this when Pop tried to trade him, man, for kid? The only thing that kept kid from coming down here was his wife, because we didn't have nothing to offer from. She wanted to get in the entertainment business. Okay, like stop it, man. He got benched in a final knowledge, got trade, and after he screwed up and, and basically threw Kawhi on the bus, we didn't even keep him. We brought him back for the retire. We told him to go to Charlotte for a year. Golly, man. That that's just like if some of you stop being homers. Stop being homers, man. Be real. Like the guys, we're talking international. Okay. And we had one other tweet before we move on talking about, you know, Manu, which is is true. Like now Manu is. He, he, he led the Argentina team to Olympic gold against them. Granted, I just think, I mean, you know, Sam doesn't think Manu's even top three international player of all time. I don't know if I agree with that. I think he's at least could be top five. But on this list of 75, and no, on the same tweet, I do disagree. I don't even think Dame Lillard should be on this list. Dame's on there, but I don't think Dame should be on there. You know? So that that's the way I feel, but stop it with the whole like it's it's like it's just a travesty that 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 Tony's not on this list when we've tried to trade his ass out of this whole time. And not only that, man, the Spurs fans for the most part always blame Tony. They they wasn't even they wasn't even down with Tony for the most part anyway. Anyway. It's just y'all get y'all's feelings hurt, man, when there's a national list and you feel always that we're slighted here and there. That's just that, you know, that's just a bunch of malarkey, as Joe Biden would say. Anyway, all right, Harge. See, welcome to the basketball season, Harge. Get used to it, man. This is what it is in San Antonio. Can't say anything. Everybody's sensitive, you know. Everybody's sensitive. Yeah. So when it comes to the Spurs, man, you swear, you swear I was, you swear I was Chappelle doing stand up, man. You swear <laughs> that y'all were coming at me had rainbow flags and everything coming at me, man. Stop it, stop it, man. All right, you know. Okay, back to the reality. Okay, Harge. Before we look at these other NFL games. I want to ask you, give me your take on the Ellinger situation in Austin. I mean, uh, I remember when this happened. It was a tragic situation, but his family decided to come out yesterday and tell the truth about what really, uh, really happened. And this was Sam Ellinger's brother. Right, right. Yeah. And so what, you know, this is one of those situations where everybody is trying to close the the chapter, right? You sit there and you look at what's going on and you say, what truly happened? Everybody wanted to find out what truly happened. There was rumors about it. There was conversation about it. And now that the the truth came out, and like you said, the family is using this as a teachable moment for everyone. This is something that everybody can be taught about. Hey, look, prescription drugs, whatever's going on, make sure you're not taking them from a friend to make sure you're not purchasing anything from anybody you don't know. And whatever's happening, because everyone had – um, I wouldn't say a, a a thought about it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, when it first happened, everybody was in shock. Sam was getting ready to start a season. The family was on vacation. And then all of a sudden we hear this. And now that it's out, it's a teachable moment for others to be able to share those information, share that information. Hmm. 
Hmm. Yeah, I, I thought it was something that the uh, that you know that's a very private situation. I mean, therefore you're digging it up again, so it has to be emotional. So I thought they deserve some credit to put that out there uh, for young kids and stuff. You know, especially around college campuses and things like that. So that's a a fortunate thing. But props to his family for putting that out. And the other comment before we get into more of the games and looking on the weekend is Bob Bosley, Harge. I'm not a big fan of it either, but he basically just said, paraphrasing, like, look, OU in Texas to the SEC makes no sense. He said the money goes, the whole idea is getting into the playoffs and getting one of those spots, and we're talking about expansion. And their path of resistance in the Big 12, since they are, quote-unquote, OU in Texas, doesn't make sense. It makes sense, so it doesn't really make sense. There's no truth a little bit to that, Harge, and I know we're up against it, but I'm going to let you answer that when we come back. And then we'll look at the weekend slate. We still got to get Harge's picks out there. Got to get foundation picks out there as well. Also, you listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Well, all right. Star Child, citizens of the universe, recording angels. We have returned to claim the pyramid. Partying on the mothership. I am the mothership connection. Get down in 3D. Light year groove. All right, back here on the sports grind. Right. Calvin Casey, Mike Harge, Jonas Clark, with the Sands spin the one and twos in this R&B Friday. Get some of that old funk. That's the old funk. Anyway, all right, man, 1-800-707-9760. All right, Harge, so what's your, what's, your, what's your reply to Mr. Bowlesby before we move on? Well, I just think Mr. Bowlesby is uh, angry at life right now because this bell cow, <laughs> his bell cow, Oklahoma and Texas, are leaving, and now they're trying to figure out a way to keep the conference together. Now, regardless of how they got to this point, in order to be able to compete at the highest level, and everyone always talking SEC this, SEC that, why not be a part of the the group that is leading the way? Anytime anything happens, they always say SEC, right? Hmm. So now we're at the place where now you can be a part of the SEC. Hmm. Okay. I I, 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 Bowlesby is somebody that I've had some conversations with. I've interviewed him i've talked to him numerous times he's a good dude he's not a bad dude it's mm-hmm. just sometimes i think that the way he goes about it is slow playing a lot of people well but the, but do you, is there some truth when he says the path of resistance is tough for over there though isn't that what we all in that like fan speak right now whether it's scorn or whatever in that kind of what we look at right now isn't that kind of true though well i mean yeah, I mean, like I said, that's the way – that's where everybody is right now, and that's the look of okay. the league, right? You know that. Mm-hmm. You, you, you've been a part of it for quite some time now. You've been following that team for a long time, and so when you look at what happens with them, you start saying, man, what in the heck is going on? Yeah. And now it's time – now if you want to be a big dog, you got to go beat the big dogs. That's all. Mm. Okay. All right. 1-800-707-9760. All right, so before we get to some of Harge's picks, we got a couple people on hold here right now. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to Doc. Doc, you on the sports ground here on Ticket 760 and 1300 The Zone. What's up? Hey, man, I just had to call in and um, stick up for my boy Tony. Um, if you look resume-wise, and you are correct, to start a, a franchise around certain players, I don't think Tony would be that player. Um, but I also don't think 
James Harden is that type of player. And some of the other players on the list aren't guys you could start a franchise around. It's been proven by them being the leading man. You can't but, start a franchise with James Harden, Doc? No. Have look, you? look what happened with the Rockets. Look what happened with the Rockets. He couldn't do it. He quit on them. Mentally, he could, he could not do it. it. He wasn't fit for it. There's only a few guys in NBA history, and we could name them off on two hands that could lead a, a franchise. Kobe, Mike, Magic, Tim. As great as David was, I'm not a homer either, but David couldn't do it without Tim. And I know that's harsh to say, but it's the truth. Once Tim got there, it took us to a whole new level. Now, Tony, the one thing that he does have for him and the argument I would make for him is resume-wise, nobody greater than Tony except Magic Johnson, resume-wise. Go look it up. Check it what out. What are you talking? I mean, man, I don't. I want to know what kind of resume you apply for. If you a job and working in HR, you just gonna give everybody. Oh, that's a good resume. To what? Like, come on, come on, Doc. I mean, Tony's good. I mean, seventy five guys. Like, if it was so good, why do we try to trade him a couple times? Why didn't he finish his career here in San Antonio? Hello, crickets. Okay. And you are right. That's, I'm not arguing that point. You're right. You're right. But and those points my- are valid. This is an exclusive list, Doc. We're not talking about a Hall of Fame. We're not talking about the best international players. Go do the math and figure out how many guys have played this game in the 75 okay. years. Okay. And you want to sit there and really go ahead and just sit there and be heartbroken because Tony's not on the 75. When Pop, the Pop we trusted, I think you trust too, tried to change his ass for Jason Kidd. And right. he got bitch. And he was on the bench for Speedy Claxton. He was young. He was young. I don't, don't leave that yeah, out. okay, that's he fine, man. About, but it's the whole body of the work. Fifteen years it's old a, at that time. Okay, that's fine. Tony's one of the best international players. I don't think Dame Lillard should be on this list either. And a lot of people will tell you Dame Lillard's better than Tony. His peers would tell you that the Dame's better than Tony. I okay, test, right? I test. Okay, I mean, is Chris Paul on this list? Chris Paul, I think Chris Paul deserves to be. He just showed you what he did. Yeah, he's on the list. He's on the list. Thanks for the phone call, Doc. Thanks for the phone call. CP is on the list. Yeah, you know, I mean, come on. I mean, and then then there's more guys than that you can start a franchise with. You can't start a franchise with Steph Curry. I mean, he won a ring before KD showed up. This team that he's playing with that I looked last night, they're going to have something. They look like a top two, three team in the West only two games through, and we're early. But come on, man, just stop it. It's a sensitivity down here. It's the homerism. Let's go one more. Let's go to uh, Raymond. Raymond, you're on the sports ground here on Ticket 760 and 1300 The Zone. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, Calvin and Mike? Uh, first thing I want to say, Christ is king, and he's on my starting five for sure. Uh, I just want to talk about uh, Ginobili right quick. Um, so my argument as a Ginobili apologist is that Ginobili has the highest win percentage of any player in the NBA of players who played more than 1,000 games at .721. Not only that, but he's a four-time NBA champion, two-time All-Star. Before he came to the NBA, he was an Italian League champion, a Euro League champion, and his rookie year in 03 wins a championship in the NBA. Let me ask Not you something, Raymond. That. Let me ask Go you ahead, something, because if, if you take Tim away – and you take him out of that and it's just mine or whatever, does he have those same stats and those same championships that you say? Or or better yet, or better yet. I, I can't okay, I and, can't mess with hypotheticals. Okay, and better yet though, let me give you another one. If you take if you swap Manu Ginobili and you put him on that team that Dallas won the championship with with Dirk Nowinski, does Manu take that same team and beat LeBron and win Dirk? I mean win the championship for Dallas, just Manu himself? I would say it's a number hypothetical, but I would argue that Ginobili would have a big part in that win because that's the thing. You can't – I mean, we're talking about a man that – 
anybody who watched Ginobili play throughout the years knows that there was times where he made plays that the team absolutely needed to get to the next level. Right. There's no, no argument in that. There's no argument. But that don't mean exactly. he's the. But that don't mean he's the best 75 players that ever played his game. Raymond, that's what well, we're talking would, about. Well, that's the thing. I would argue that he is, and those are some of the reasons. Besides, too, the whole Argentina thing, I mean, come on. Against some of the best all-stars in the NBA, he scored 29 points to lead the Argentinian team to the victory over the United States. That's a big deal. No, it, a, it, no, no one else it's, has done that. It, it's a big deal, but also I think also it's a team sport, and you forget about Scola playing with that team and some of the other guys they had on the international team. And All 75 and, of the best players it, in the it, NBA. It, 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 it's not the, about all that. Yeah, it's not the international. We're talking about 75 players has played this game. Thanks for the phone I know call. Exactly. Thanks for the phone call, man. Because I think people heard this and people ain't even going to look at the list and see who's really on there. You know, before you start, before, I mean, it's like, damn. Like, I can see if they lost, left George Gerben off or they left Dave off or they left, uh, Tom, I mean, D. Tim off. Yeah. I mean, well, we're talking, at the end of the day, Manu Ginobili and Tony Parker were, I mean, they were part of a big three, yes, one of the most winning all big three. But you're not going to, like Tim Duncan, you could start a franchise. If he would have landed in Boston, I don't know if they would have had five rings, but they would have won a ring. He would have run a ring in Boston. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's just the for way sure. I look at it. When we get back, we'll get to Harge's picks. When we get back, you listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Mike Harge, Jonas Clark, Mr. Sams. It's been the one and two. Today's show was presented by HazelScottOnline.com. And this last segment is going to be sponsored by LaHood Law Firm. All right, keep in mind the LaHood Law Firm, they can help you with any type of uh, situation you might be involved in, DUI, um, probation violation as well, white collar crimes, they can get it done. And not only that, they'll give you a free consultation as well. That is the LaHood Law Firm, official sponsor of the sports crime. All right, Hart, there you go, man. Welcome to uh, Spurs NBA season here in San Antonio. What you got to deal with, man, if you don't, like, hey, man. Bro, we we, they ain't played yeah. but one game yeah, and it's no. already like yeah, that. Yeah, I know. It's just the history. They feelings get hurt when it's like, this ain't all-stars. This ain't international. This is 75 guys out of thousands of guys that have played in the NBA, man. So real quick, man, Harge, give me your give me your picks, man. Give me give me your picks, man. I'm coming. All right, up. I'll roll through them yeah. real quick. Okay. Um, I got Wisconsin in the college part of it. I got Wisconsin plus three over Purdue. Purdue coming off that big game, and so now they're on to the next. I got Pitt minus three over Clemson. Clemson is just beleaguered right now, okay. and Wake Forest and Army. I'm taking the under fifty two on those okay. guys. Okay. And then on the NFL, I got. The Las Vegas Raiders still rolling, minus two and a half over the Eagles. And then I got the Titans, plus five with Kansas City. So you got plus five with that one. Okay, yep. so let's start. These are, you know, 20 and nine overall, a little bit over 50%. Proceed with caution with these. Really not really feeling too much on this weekend, but let's see what happens. Okay, on the college side, I'm going to go with Utah minus three at Oregon State. That's a big game. You know, Utah impressed me after beating Herman, the boys. So Utah seems like they're getting in the rhythm. 
Uh, I'm going to go with them, minus three. Um, I've got BYU bouncing back uh, from after getting ran all over by Baylor. They're getting four on the road at Washington State. We all know what's going on in Washington State. Um, Also, I'm going to go with um, UCLA. All right, I'm going to go with the minus one. This is my theory. You know, Oregon's 10 in the AP. UCLA, they're 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 having UCLA favorite. This is home. I like what Chip's going. I'll take that one. It'll probably be a pick'em before it's over. Yeah. And then um, on the other side, the last one, I'm going to take Nevada plus three and a half at uh, going on the road. Uh, they're going to be facing Fresno State. I like Nevada plus three and a half. So on the NFL side, I'm going to go ahead and go with um, the Bengals plus six and a half. At Baltimore, I'm going to keep testing Lamar one more time. Uh, Miami's in shambles, man. I just think that they're in shambles. Atlanta, I like them to have enough offense to get that done. They're two and a half at Miami. Also, I like the Colts as well. I like the Colts plus four at San Fran. So there you go. Those are my picks this week for the foundation picks. We'll see where the dust settles after this weekend. But anyway. What you got popping this weekend, Harge? No, I just got but, soccer and kid, uh-huh. kids soccer this weekend. Okay. This is the perfect weekend for me because then I could just chill out with the kids and everybody, and then yeah, next Dallas week is on we a back bye on week. it. Yeah, horns yeah. are on a bye week. Yeah, okay. I'll be watching my Bobcats, my Texas State Bobcats, and I'll be watching the UTSA Roadrunners this weekend as well. By the way, I I would take UTSA minus the six against uh, Louisiana Lafayette. I don't think they're I don't think they're eating the cheese. Oh, okay. All right, man. Well, interesting show today. For special thanks to the producers of the show, Jonas Clark, Mike Harge. My man, Sam Spin, the one and two, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people of a Tyler, people up in the Shot City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off Monday morning for you, hit the snooze button. Before you're out the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See you Monday. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. And now it's GEICO's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. What, am I the leader? <laughs> because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more.